Has he gone? Yes, he has left now. <laughs> what a nice guy. Every time I see him, I think, what a nice guy. I know, it was a very, very interesting conversation. You can trust Errol Douglas to have the most positive outlook. You know, no matter if even you're discussing something like a bit this. like this, yeah, yeah. we're all in uncharted territory, but yeah, he's just kind of, and he looks so smiley as well. He does. He's all good. The time, yeah, yeah I think it was too, a very though. interesting conversation. Welcome to the Respectfully Podcast. I'm Nikki Pope and today I'm joined by Aurore Kabosh, part of the Respectfully team, and hairdresser and salon owner Errol Douglas. Hello Errol. Hello, how are you? I'm all right, actually. It's good to be back. <laughs> yeah, it's a moved, year. We've moved from the kitchen to the sitting room this time. Well, yeah. the sun's on my back, so I'm really, really happy about yeah, that. Yeah, so <laughs> thank you very much for joining us here today. We are sitting a respectful distance apart from each other, given that we are here this morning to talk about the coronavirus, what's happening in hairdressing, what's happening to our businesses. I have a small business, a media and events company. You have a salon. It, from the point of view of an employee, we have a role with us. So it's like, let's share. Yeah. I think we're here in the spirit of sharing. Absolutely. Let's share some of the things that we know are happening there's things that we're worrying are going to happen mm. and let's really prove the adage that sharing actually makes it a bit better and invite people listening to contact us afterwards to join in to share it with other people and to just not feel on their own perhaps. yeah i think it's the isolation people are not um isolated i think it's gonna take us on a different journey so yeah I it think... is and the fear of the unknown and the, the fear of that so let's just Put you in context. So, Errol, you're clearly very well known, and perhaps I don't need to explain this to anyone, but you are you have one salon yes. in Mayfair, yeah. which you've had for a lot of uh, We've been in business since 1998, so we're celebrating 22 years this year, this August. Right. Yeah. You do hair and beauty. Hair and beauty. And size-wise, how could you quantify it in terms of chairs or staff? Um, chairs, we have 26. Staff, we've just got under uh, 47. Okay. And normally you would be open six days a week? Um, only day we do, yeah, six days. We, we don't open on a Sunday. Okay. But we do education on a Sunday. Right. So it is a pretty much 24-7 yeah. business. So the, today we are recording this podcast, having heard yesterday yeah. that the advice on isolation has mm. has changed to be instead of just being individually concerned it's about households and groups Boris Johnson recommended people stay away from social situations mm. it's quite fresh that that announcement as we're recording what's your take on that Errol? see that instills uh, it kind of shakes everything in my bone because um I'm in a you know, I'm in a really good area. Uh, it's a very social area, uh, but at the same time, everybody's used to uh, going out. So, I want to know more information about it. Aurora, yep. you've been working with me for eight months. Eight months, yeah. yes. So you are used to coming into work and working in the office, and then we go out and do an events and so on. So, as a young woman, what's your take on what happened yesterday? How do you feel about it? I feel like people shouldn't panic as of yet um just respect the um, the rules of hygiene and you know they can still go out on on the street go to the park go for a run go to work just avoid they can avoid big gatherings but i don't think it's 
the shoot panic just right just as of yet mm. yeah to um, try and hear the words yeah, yeah. don't get too paranoid just live as you no- would normally do in your daily mm. life Let, let's move towards what can we do to me knowledge is power yes absolutely so now we are recording this on a particular moment in time so yeah. we can't say to you what the situation is by the time you're listening to this but there are places to go to find out what's happening yeah. and First and foremost, that's not your WhatsApp group on your phone. No. <laughs> that no. is, you need to, as, as business people, as workers, as employers, as salon owners, yeah. go to a reputable source for information, yeah. first of all. So that'd be a government website. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we're waiting for announcements today on the economy and what yeah. support there might be for businesses, for mm. small businesses, or what there might not be. But yeah. inform yourself with that. I think then you have specific sources of information for our industry, um, and I have reason to believe that um, the NHBF yeah. website yeah. is useful and supportive. Yeah. So yeah. I would recommend people, and we'll put a little list of the show notes all yeah. after yeah. the podcast. Yeah. Well, th- there's, there's National Hairdressing Federation as well, uh, the Fellowship, yeah. who they've got uh, quite a few things up. But for me, my only uh, immediate counsel was um, Chelsea and Westminster. And they've, they've, they've not been under attack, but they have to get things up pretty quickly. Because um, it's a very established area yeah. and it's in central London, so they have to um, look like they know what they're doing. Yeah. So. And and as the comment was, and I was watching um, the mayor this morning, London is slightly ahead of the curve. So yeah. you would hope that the London boroughs would be also a bit ahead of the curve. So I think find out broadly what the information is, then talk to your own accountant, yeah. talk to your own. Uh, advisors yeah. who you might sort of draw up your sort of list of people who know and try to stay away or to take less regard of the rumours and the and the chatter that goes on because I think it's really helpful to be supported by friends and groups and business groups mm. but I think that first get information and get information about what's actually happening. Now dare I say this because I did send it to you there's a change org and it's a government um, rescue for hair and beauty salons. At the moment, it's a petition, but that petition will escalate into something pretty substantial. Yeah. So let's see what happens to that. That's obviously to rescue uh, small businesses. Yeah, yeah, I think so. And I think that within that, a lot of businesses these days also have a makeup of people who are on contracts, yeah. might have different kinds of contracts. Yeah. So it's very confusing and potentially worrying for staff. Yeah. Um, for freelancers, for people who work, you know, in portfolio kind of jobs. Yeah. So I think it is. It's just trying to take that fear away with a bit of understanding. Yeah. And I would also counsel, try and be patient. Yeah. Because yeah. we can't have all the announcements on the same no. day on everything. No. So I think that on the one hand we're being, we're walking towards the situation where we are probably going to be on lockdown for some time. Yeah. Who knows how long, but. We're not going to have all the answers on the same day. No. So try and be a little bit patient. Try and just think, okay, what do I need to get through today? Mm. The week, what do I know? What I don't, what don't I know? And try yeah. and stop the spiraling off of yeah. questions. Yeah. But I think, um, and, and this is one of the things with my world, because my world is very visual, it's very Instagram, it's very Twitter. And I think, you know, and again, dare I say it, we have to be careful with that because that causes so much hysteria. It causes a lot of doubt. You know, there's so much um, um, mental health. I, I can go into it. It's a big thing. So you have to be careful with that. Yeah. But at the end of the day, it's taking the information and getting the right information. Yeah. 
You have to know what's right and wrong. Yeah, and believe that, I mean, this is hard for me to say because I don't necessarily (laughs) like some of the characters who are in charge of running the country at the moment, but believe that people are working on this and have information and expert advice. You just have to be patient and calm. I agree with that, but at the same time, people are instant. They want everything now and they want to push everybody out of the way. Yeah, dissection. I think we have to relearn a little bit of patience we've got to relearn a bit of trust mm. um, and a bit of confidence support each other as well yeah mm. yeah I think so so coming back then how what worries Errol with your sort of hairdresser hairdresser salon owner head on not just yeah. in your own situation what could you imagine people might be concerned about at, at this point closing their businesses or whether they're going to be forced to close um, definitely closing their businesses uh, being forced to cl- close Obviously, they don't know where the income is going to come. Not many people have reserves. Um, you can have it for a month or two months, but you're not going to have it for six months or whatever. So people are scared about that. Yeah. And they're scared about where the extra income is going to come in. From. Because we, uh, the majority of my businesses, we've got all the fee owners and then we've got receptionists, admin, you know, uh, but everything yeah. goes into Back one room. pot. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. But you have to have income coming in. Okay, if I've got a product line, not yet, (laughs) (laughs) if I've got something which is uh, invisibly money coming through, again, that would be great because that can keep you afloat. But at this moment in time, because I'm in an arena where I open the doors and people come in, and if nobody's coming through the door, people will go again. That's that's a huge worry. And if people are not going out on the street. So for me, that is, you know... The big fear. Yeah. I think that financially, there is no perfect way to do this, but I think as a small business owner, take advice from your own accountants and people who know your own business. My advice would be to um, stop, try and keep your cash flow, safeguard what goes out. So prioritise staff, clearly, Mm. and make sure that that is well-being. But any kind of standing orders or any regular payments... Mm. you don't have to make don't mm. make them in the short term don't yep. make them until we get a direction yep. um we're coming up to you know VAT end of year i yep. can i would predict that there'll be a lots of elasticity yep. given in that yep. so don't make automatic payments mm. if you don't have to stop all those standing orders mm. the bigger companies will be better protected yep. so i would say look after your small people look after your small suppliers mm. your team your people the big companies the big rents, just stop them in the short term until we actually know what the... One thing I will say about that, without naming names, because I have to be careful and I respect um, the listeners and you, is there's a lot of companies, like the colour companies will not... They haven't been good in the past and it'd be interesting to see if they'll do that now. Mm. They're very much on you know, you, you pay straight away. Yeah. Okay, but it'd be interesting to see what happens. And I've never been anywhere where shops have closed, apart from Christmas, Easter, (laughs) (laughs) any holiday, any bank holiday. So what does that mean? So again, imagine walking through Knightsbridge or the West End and all the shops are closed. Yeah, yeah. You know, is it Armageddon? Is it, you know, I think as well, because there's still people coming into the area don't know what's going on. Yeah. So again, people kind of panic or whatever. But for me to walk down um, uh, Mockham Street for a week and see all the shops closed, I, I just hope it does not happen. But um, 
I suspect it will, um, but I think we have to remember why. It's mm. not Armageddon. It's not that something catastrophic has happened to the economy, for example. Mm. This is something that will end. But actually fear is an emotion. It's a driver to keep ourselves safe. Yeah. And that in a way, if we can harness that and just remember that it's good to have a little bit of fear, that's what stops you stepping onto the live railway line. Mm. That stops you, you know, walking yeah. down the middle of the road um, in the dark or, yeah. or driving without your lights on. Mm. So I think it's that, you know, let's try and embrace a little bit of fear mm. because that will keep us, you know, mm. being yeah. organised and being sensible and try not to let it run away with us, mm. you know. We're doing these things now so that we hopefully don't have to get to the point of everything closing. If we do close, it's closing in order to try and slow down the spread of a virus. Mm. It's not the fear of how many people the virus will kill. Mm. It's the fear that the people that would normally recover from it might not be able to if they don't get a hospital place and the hospitals mm. are too, um, too busy. Yeah. yeah, this is the greatest industry, I think, in the world. But at the same time, it's all about communication. Yeah. It's all about making sure people know. Yeah. You know we've, we're open-armed. Um, Everywhere. Yeah, yeah. I think, you know, it's ironic slightly, isn't it, that we're going to be really hard hit because we are such, um, because of the nature of hairdressing, and yet it's one of the few industries you can be absolutely confident will come mm. back mm. because people will want to get their hair cut mm. and coloured and styled and cared for yeah. when this is, when we've moved past this. Yeah. So I think, although it's really, really tough at the moment, mm. and it's an industry that's going to be impacted because we've kind of, going to get lumped in with leisure yeah. um, and services hold on to the the idea yeah. that we will recover from this yeah but in most people's lives and this is why I, I love what I do because it's we're, we're intringent it's a lifestyle yeah you know to go to the hairdressers it's you know it's like you say you didn't bake me any muffins today <laughs> um, <I will>. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's I like a lifestyle it's everybody can get a, you know it, it's so communal yeah and I think sort of so moving forward again to a situation where a salon has to close, where the staff are at home, how can we go with that sense of community? Aurora, tell us a couple of the ways that technology can help us. What kind of apps, what kind of um, programmes are we going to be using that other people might want to look into? Um, I mean, we're still going to be on social media. We might do some newsletter. We'll try people to you know, be creative from home. Um, There's a system we're going to use for conversations, aren't we? What's the system? Yeah, so we're probably going to be using um, Slack so we can still be in touch with each other or even uh, WhatsApp, you can do group conversations or you can yeah. do FaceTime. There's a video conferencing programme called Zoom, mm. which is really useful. That's really easy to get onto and you can bring everybody up on the screen yeah, at the same yeah. time. Yeah. So. I know as a, as a leader, as an employer, I want to have conversations with you while you're all home working, but sometimes we should have group conversations yeah. so that everybody understands that we're still a group, yeah. we're still yeah. a team. Yeah. Well, I, I'm on Zoom anyway because I talk to uh, Australia <laughs> yeah. a lot, I talk to America a lot, and you know, so I'm always on those type of things. But uh, coming back to what you were saying before, I think it's just kind of making sure people understand I'm... Um, trying to be on top of this or in control and making sure you know the communication is there because um, again people get worried it's so easy for somebody to just worry about the slightest thing so what you may think is nothing they yeah 
it's all blown it's up. It's a big thing, yeah, yeah. Out yeah. of proportion. And I think that's to do with um, the everyday person. You know, you're a strong person, you're a strong person. Not everybody's resilient. Yeah. And I think this will, you know, and yeah. especially with my team, we have to, because we have people as young as uh, 15. Yeah, yeah. On a Saturday, yeah. and then we've, you know, and it goes on. Yeah. So we've got all the different demographics of yeah. ages, and you know, and being mindful of um, people's personal circumstances. Do they live alone? You know, a yeah. young person living on their own. Yeah. The, the concept of of isolating at home is Absolutely. is very nerve wracking. Yeah. You know, maybe as you're listening to this, make sure that you understand who's got the internet access. Yes. You know, has somebody got the resources to be able to get online to stay yeah. in touch? Yeah. Uh, we're talking about um, daily routines. Mm. So I think for mental um, well-being, it's really important to have a structure to your day. So it's not mm. that every day feels like a Sunday when nothing's yeah. happening, there's nowhere to go and yeah. you lie in bed. Get up in the morning, get dressed. But it, it's making sure you can, you've got the stimulus as your brain to kind of keep it going. And yeah. I, I always say this, you know, I'm this big advocate about getting up because so many people just don't get up. They, yeah. they kind of... Yeah, hiding the covers, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to get to the point where people are staying up playing games until four and five yeah. in the morning and then sleeping in. That's that yeah. I think that that is eventually going to take its toll. It's yeah. not, you know, you have to get up, get dressed, try and keep yeah. some structure. Certainly, you know, treat a working week like a working week. Yeah, um, yeah but is that, don't yeah. you think, Nikki, is that motivational thing in your head? Because so many people kind of, you know, you have to motivate yourself. That's most about yourself, but I think equally, you know, Errol, you're the master of this. Mm. I, you know, totally um, appreciate that, and you have to understand not everybody is. So yeah. we have to, and people need to to be shown how to do it. Yes. So yeah. I think that that yeah. is something, you know, as a leader, as a salon owner, as a um, uh, a manager of sorts, you know, let's set expectations right. Now I'm going to phone you at ten o'clock every day. Mm. Make sure, you know, if if I'm still paying you, if I'm paying yeah. you to be at home, then I expect you to be up and about mm. at this time. So aside from the business, which is obviously extremely stressful, the well-being and the sense of of coming together for the team mm-hmm. is really important. And I have a think about it now. Don't be taken by surprise next no. Monday or Tuesday or Wednesday. No. Have a think about it now. Think about each person. What's their sort of profile? Do you know their circumstances? What will are they at home alone? Mm. What do they have? Maybe have um a group conversation mm. in advance. What will we do if we are not coming to work every day? Who mm. will contact who? How are we going to chat? What's the structure of the day going to be? Yeah. Um, well, share people things. who don't have their families in the country. I come from France. My family is away. Mm. So obviously I can't go there and see mm. them. They can't come here and see me. Mm. So I think it's important for people who live here without their families to remember that there are people out there still mm. willing to like support each other. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm lucky to have my partner here, but other people wouldn't have a partner and wouldn't have their family yeah. with them. Yeah. So. That's yeah. right. Be, be, be mindful of that. You know, and I think, again, for the community of your clients, you know, they will still be your clients when mm. this is finished. Mm. So, again, a proactive way of mm. keeping yourself feeling a bit more positive mm. should we all be at home yeah. or if you do have to minimise the hours you are open or the kind of service that you deliver... Um, is to think about your community of clients, make sure somebody's got the client book with them, a way of contacting people. If we haven't seen a client for two months, we pick up the phone. And that always works. 
and uh, and what we we try um, to do is not just a receptionist; it's the actual hairdresser. Yeah. And that works. People appreciate uh, yeah, that. Yeah. yeah. And also, um, again, in this time, because it's so uncertain, clients depend on us. Yeah. You know, so many people, not to say it's anything to do with that being busybodies, that they depend on us. They want to know what's happening, yeah. especially in the environment. They want to know, you know, uh, with awards or what's happening or what's Errol doing, what's his, you know. Yeah. It, it's so interesting, but at the same time, I need to kind of make sure they're, they're okay. That's right, and reciprocate. Yeah. And I think yeah. that was that's the sensible thing, because we are going to get past this. Mm. This is not forever. It is something that we can recover from in some ways quite quickly and mm. I'm not making light of the economic impact I totally appreciate that but certainly in terms of your clientele mm. that that will come back you will be open again yeah. we will be needing our hairdressers mm. so stay in touch talk to people maybe there are imaginative ways offering some kind of you know hair helpline yeah. uh, for yeah. people who are at home it may be that there's scope depending on the kind of measures put in place to offer some kind of delivery service you know mm. a local delivery service for products you know have imaginative ways of, of yeah. thinking through that and i think as well because it goes back to the spirit thing um we try to kind of inform clients what we're doing uh, obviously make sure people understand in the whole area because we're surrounded by hotels yeah so we're very um uh, we communicate with all the hotels and we have a lot of uh, embassies institutions around that area so we're everybody's kind of we know what's going on but ultimately what I think is great we have a lot of people who are we've got our global clients and our global clients again we send out messages to them yeah. so they know what um, we're doing but it is quite interesting now I've had I've been bombarded by everybody abroad saying how was it are you okay yeah you know and that's great that's yeah, really, okay. really yeah uh, yeah I think about how nice that feels to have that coming in so equally if you were to put it out there for mm. your clients that would be how nice that feels yes. then I think also um, proactively there are things that you can encourage your team to do education mm. you know if you are not able to come to work or not yeah. allowed to come to work or, or for whatever reason so online education I would counsel that just because it's out there doesn't mean it's good mm. <laughs> but, but equally you know with some guidance from yeah. your team leaders mm. you can put together some kind of program some kind of challenge but I think this is a time where, yes, there's a lot of things going around because we're in the world of um, awards and, you know, in our profession, we're always better in ourselves. Yeah. Not to say we want accolades because of accolades, but we, we're always better in ourselves. So, again, there's a lot of online uh, education, which is great. But the main thing is, it's like what I love is when people um, go up against each other, as in competitions. And, yeah. <laughs> I think that's healthy yeah. and um, we, we have a lot of in-house uh, competitions but again that may fall to the wayside set yeah. little competitions you know look of the day joke mm. of the day you know try and get some kind of cohesion in the group to set little targets um, yeah. and make them useful if you can fun yeah. you know at least yeah. um, and look, get a strategy going for le looking past mm. this mm. and that's quite interesting imagine um, everybody coming back even stronger because you've just given me like an idea. I'm not going to tell you. You've just <laughs> given me an idea because again, you can come back even stronger in that way. That I like. I like that idea because yeah. you know you've got time to yeah. kind of recuperate and come back and think of something 
different. But from my point of view, marketing wise or anything to do with strategies in the in the salon, yeah. I'm always we always have to come up with something different. Yeah. Absolutely, and I think that we have to just you know let's. Um, it's great to stay connected, but don't go information overload. Don't get obsessed with watching no. the news. Don't get obsessed with going into every deep little thing. Information is power. So arm yourself with a bit of information. Mm. Um, remind yourself of the stats that this is a dreadful, dreadful virus, but you are more likely to be hit by a bus walking yeah. down the busy street still even yeah. at the end of this there will be pockets and there will be certain groups who we yeah. expect to be more vulnerable but mostly it is you know boring annoying worrying yeah. but it's not going to change no. 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 the world i believe no. and i believe that if we can try and focus on that okay it is happening mm. how can we get through it and what's going to happen after it and that mm. could be quite positive in some ways yeah yeah, I think it will, yeah, again, draw people together. I think it will make everybody cohesive. Yeah. I think it will, you know, give people a bit more purpose. Yeah. It's quite interesting, um, about 20 years ago, and you may kind of get this, remember um, the present government at the, uh, at the time said we would have more leisure time. Remember all this yeah, thing we the were... the three-day week. Yeah. And everyone was terrified of it. Now we wish we'd done it. <laughs> and it is quite interesting. Yeah. This will give you time, but then again, this is not time we want. No. This is time which we have to take. Yeah. And again, that could be a revolution of, you know, anything was, could happen. It was um, one of the winters, I think, where there was no... There was huge power cuts. We had yeah. power cuts that went on for hours. You yeah. know, you never knew, but it was mostly going to be 12 hours or yeah. so overnight. Yeah. Yeah. So therefore we were stuck at home, literally sitting around candles... Mm. Um, we used to play upstairs, downstairs, <laughs> pretend yeah. we were maids downstairs. But anyway, I digress. But the point is, we got through that, <laughs> and they talked then about you know how we'd all go down to a three day working week, yeah, but and we again, were all horrified. Yeah, but, but actually, it, we should have embraced it yeah, as an opportunity. But if you think it, people work even harder. Yeah. I just don't get that, and it's sometimes, and it's not me because I'm artistic. It, I I don't know what that is to work from home. I can take an email, yeah, and take a couple of um, telephone but again I'm such an active yeah. environment you know it... well I'll try and harness that creativity you know let's get some mood board goings for your next photo shoots or yeah. for your you know I was supposed to be going but I'm not now <laughs> uh, no. well we've got I mean and podcasts here we are making a podcast yeah. use the time to yeah. educate yourself in business there are business podcasts out there there's mm. hairdressing podcasts out there obviously mm. respectfully one that we're yeah. talking about there's some great American podcasts um you know, with a great history, there's funny podcasts, there's things you can listen to with somebody mm. at home. You know, get back in touch with the radio. Mm. Um, I think don't be on your own unless you really want to be. Don't mm. be isolated. No. Thank you very much. Thank you. There's a it's over. There. Yeah, yeah. yeah, we've talked for a long time. <laughs> so. Doesn't seem like it. I don't. for listening we hope you enjoyed we will put some notes down so make sure you scroll down remember we are on apple podcast and spotify um look for search for the respectfully podcast and please leave a review and feedback and let us know what you thought thank you